Welcome back. Welcome to another exciting episode of Friend or Foe. I'm your host, Devlin Wilder. In this amazing episode, Libby and I speak with the incredible author Caroline Kepnes, who wrote the books You and the follow-up Hidden Bodies. You is actually going to be a series on Lifetime coming later this year. Very exciting. I got the chance to watch the very first two episodes, and they are super thrilling, very exciting. Um, so happy for her. We had a really nice conversation with her. Um, I do have a few things to get to. This weekend, I will be speaking on a comedy panel at the PodFest Multimedia Expo in Orlando, Florida. So if you're going to be in the area, please uh, definitely stop by, say hello. I would love to see you. Um, if you want to buy tickets, you uh, can still pick them up at podfest.us. Also, this Friday is the four-year anniversary of Sneaky Fridays, the Twitter comedy prompt game that uh, me and Libby play every Friday night at 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern. It's going to be the most fun ever, and you don't have to go anywhere to play. You can hang out in your pajamas and uh, and do it up. We play for a couple hours. It tends to trend across Twitter, which is really exciting, like at midnight. And uh, yeah, it's super fun. Please, um, you know, join us. I also have some pretty big announcements to make. One of them is that um, this show is no longer on Jabberjaw Media. We are moving to our own network. Yes, that's right. This show will now be a part of the Wilder Entertainment Network, which is, well, much like Nerdist Industries that Chris Hardwick built um, that started with the Nerdist podcast and grew into what he refers to as a many-headed beast. Um, Wilder Entertainment is moving towards that direction. So this show, friend or foe, uh, please ignore the ambulance going on in the background. I am recording this in the most uh, quiet and secure place I can, but it's LA and those things happen. Anyway, there will be a lot of big changes coming up, one of which I can't announce just yet, but for now, uh, we have a new jingle. It's totally silly and very short and very makeshift, but it's what I put together for now. Here we go with that. Please enjoy our episode with Author Caroline Kepnes on Wilder Entertainment. See, once again, that was all really interesting conversation that I that I wish we had gotten on tape. That always happens every time. Yep. All all of the so the most engaging <laughs> stuff happens before, you know, the record button is hit. So here we are yeah. once again yes. at Nerdist Studios. Welcome to our guest, Caroline Kepnes. Yes, very good. Hooray! <laughs> Caroline is an renowned author. She wrote "You" uh, among well, t- well. Tell us all about the 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 books that you've written and about you and yeah. about you yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for having me here. This is fun already. Yes. Hooray! Yeah, I'm glad. Um, uh, let's see. So, "You" was my first about Joe Goldberg, and my friend says it really well, where he describes it as homeland for fucking. <laughs> I'm like that. That's something that you know. I, yeah. <laughs> yes. When you think about it. Apropos, yeah. yeah. Yes. And then I wrote the sequel, Hidden Bodies. And I do want to write another one. I just don't have it like on the books plan just yet because I just have a new book coming out in June. Another twisted, sick, nice little story. And I love yeah. tra- twisted, sick, nice little <laughs> yeah. stories. Yeah. That's how I think of it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they are my favorite. May I ask you about your process? Because you said it's on the books, but it's not, you're ready, but it's not. Yeah, scheduled. like yeah. it's in my head. Yep. So I'll write, I'm all, I am like to write more than one thing at once. So yep. right now I have a book coming out in June. So there's that, like, I mean, that's done. The writing is all done. Mm-hmm. But I just started writing a book like a month ago. So now any, like my friends know that like I'm just really moody with it. Where one week I'm like, you guys, I figured it out. Do you want to go out? I'm fine. Everything's done. And then the next, you know, when you open and you read and you're like, oh, I'm not done. Like I'm not even, I'm worse than not done. I'm like, I have to tear it all up. So it's yeah. this process of like getting deeper and deeper into it. But. I always think about the character and it's like that's where it just goes back to like 
what is interesting about this? What is advancing? Like, mm-hmm. not in terms of the plot, but in terms of the reader, like, even, like, me reading it. Like, do I care? Yeah. And if I don't care, I'm like, yeah, I'm not in it. So you start with character? Mm-hmm. Do you create a roadmap for yourself first, or do you just start writing? I like things? maps, yes. Yeah. I, like, I feel like I'm both ways, where I like to elaborately map and then, like, kind of throw the map away, and then next week go back to it and be like, no, the map was good, and then kind of wind up somewhere in the middle. That's what I do with my notes for this show. Yes. <laughs> but it's nice. It's like you're making your own whoopee, that there it is. And like, yeah. you know, no matter what, it's a nice fantasy, too, that like the answers were always there. You know? Yes. <laughs> There's some major deep-seated mindfuckery going on with all of the characters in your show. Now, Libby, I, I apologize. We were just talking about this before we started recording. I have seen the show. Um, pineapple. I, yeah. <laughs> pineapple. Safe word. Uh, yeah, our safe word is pineapple today. <laughs> it's our secret word. <laughs> Um, but uh, I, I got the very awesome opportunity to uh, to see the first two episodes at a focus group, which I'm not supposed to talk about, but who cares? They already let me in through the doors, and now it already happened. Um, and it's wonderful and amazing and super dark and just uh, crazy go nuts. Like the first, the intro into, I haven't read the book yet, but mm. I'm sure it's as enthralling. Like the first few minutes of the show you're like oh this dude is this dude is cool i like this guy i'm i'm into it like this guy is good and then right off the deep end like it always is the case in life i guess so yeah oh something just oh there it is did i oh did you lose your volume for a second yeah what do i Let's let's wiggle a bunch of things. There it is. Thank you. You wiggle good. Wiggle, yeah. wiggle, wiggle. As long as I didn't do it, that's my. I'm like I'm not touching anything anymore. Well, we're at it. This is my volume, right, Aristotle, for my headphones. Yeah, that's number two. I followed the cord. I uh, I have excellent hearing because I'm a drummer and I protect my hearing all the time. I Another keep, talent. I keep, <laughs> I keep earplugs on my keychain, so I almost always. The volume is too loud, but I don't think of it until the end of the podcast. And I'm like, man, I, I just got shouted at. Yeah, yeah. Last time it was really bad. So. No, no. Now I'm now I'm on it. You're okay. Look at us solving technical <laughs> Libby, difficulties. Libby in is the a true. The, Libby is a true of paragon of talent. Seriously, like she's she she drums. She speaks French. She lifting the weights. Uh, lifting weights. <laughs> and it yep. is a talent to do that once a week. To be to you know that to have that. It's kind a commitment of, for yes. sure. Yes. Yeah. Well, we were just talking about. Uh, some of your writers. We can talk about, we can say the writers, right? Oh, of course. Yeah, so, yeah. that's so, up on IMDb. That's, right. you know. Well, we wanted to be able to talk to him, but because of all the secrets. I know. Uh, so secrets, so secrets, my friend secrets. Neil Reynolds uh, got to write on your show, which is exciting for, for when I get to finally see it and see everybody's yes. hard work. And so that's uh, it loops back to the weightlifting because Neil's wife, Sarah, and I lift weights together. Once a week. And we are Glob, the gorgeous ladies of bodybuilding. (laughs) (laughs) That's so cool. And Neil is terrific. Just, yeah. That was a good writer's room. Did did you go uh, shoot in New York, too? Yep. Awesome. What kind of of offset shenanigans did you guys get up to? Um, There's a a good-sized video village. There were a lot of people. There were a lot of conversations. That's what I like about the material. It Mm -hmm. leads to everyone having interesting talks. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And what sort of things from your own life shenanigans did you draw on to create this I'll never say. (laughs) (laughs) I'll never tell. Just say in mild ways I've been on both sides of the equation. I think everyone has. I think that's what it comes from of also the way your imagination works or how you think of what you're doing, Mm -hmm. you know. Like in college I I could be a little obsessive at moments and I guess after college and that's when this book takes place. So for me a lot of it was – examining that young self-behavior and cringing, but also, oh, it's sweet, it's earnest, you know? And I see that in both Beck and Joe, the two characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and it's mm, kind of over. I mean, the, the young self. Right, well, when, for, yeah, it's, yeah. So, yes. so but, unless maybe you are still so uh, I'm <laughs> like, I just are, walked myself into that. Are, yeah. you, are, are you, yeah. Are you I'm, an interested, I'm an interested person, yes. I, I mean, I just, I, I like, I have an obsessive streak in my personality, yeah. and I like to see how other people manage theirs. Yeah. And, yeah, I can watch the same thing over and over again. I can obsess over something, and it's good, but then there's, like, it's like anything. There's also a, you know, a dark side to it. I'm watching yeah. you closely now. 
I'm, I'm a little worried. <laughs> no, no, I'm no, just no. kidding. But I love it's just the little things about people. Like just when you when you get an insight into someone and then you just carry it around and think about it. Like just now in the coffee shop, a woman said they offered us water, and I said it's fascinating when someone offers me water. I'm like I say no, like just to off. And it's the thing that you're supposed to be drinking. And the woman was sitting at the counter and was like, oh, I have an alarm that goes off every 15 minutes every single day that tells me to take a sip. And I was like, couldn't stop thinking about this the whole way here. Like, wow. can you even imagine if you were getting electrocuted every 15 minutes no. to drink water? That's... Yeah, and I love when <laughs> really people just random. say things like that. I feel like we're all just Whoa. going as a world like crazier all the time. Like, I, I like how you jumped from <laughs> alarm to electrocuted. Yeah. I, <laughs> I assume you're talking about the phone vibration. <laughs> yes. But um, but I immediately I'm think, a flinchy person. But yeah. That's me. Anything pinching you every 15 minutes yeah. on any level. like, And also introducing that willfully into your life. like Absolutely. Well, and I'm sure that there are alarms that electrocute yes. you. The same way people like I snap themselves with rubber yeah. bands and yes. stuff. Or oh, that yeah. fingernail polish so you stop eating your nails oh, or yeah. chewing them. Yeah, not eating, but yeah. I, right. used to, I used to do that. I used to nibble on my fingernails. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's just a nervous a nervous tick, you know. Mm -hmm. Everyone leads sort of a double life. Yes. No matter how, you know, innocent you seem, there's wow. there's always something. <laughs> Sometimes the more innocent you seem. <laughs> Usually. Yeah, I find frequently. that that's, that's yes. yeah, very much the case. Mm -hmm. uh, did you, uh, how do you feel about the cast as it came oh, together? Oh, like, wonderful. I mean, yeah, and I've, I've seen it, so it's like pineapple, but <laughs> it's just so exciting. You know, it's everyone is really like in it and totally committed and that's what I think that's what it is too especially with Joe like there has to be that over the top mm -hmm. willingness to be that person and like let him be that obsessive did you have any say so did you did you I coordinate all with, kinds the, of with the casting and, director yeah, I mean, and stuff I, like that I tried they're all I mean these are people they make so much TV they know what they're doing and sure. it was, they're all so kind and so loving of the work and yeah it's been it's been a lovely process yes and it's so fun to, just to see things that, like, the way you can picture them over years and they change in your mind and then to see it work out like this. It's this beautiful tapestry. Amazing. Yeah. So you had a, a fair amount of control. I mean, a lot of control. I would not as control. A, as like, the it's just, you know, they're not, so we talk. Like, they're just cool people where right, it's been right. interactive. Like, if something, you know, if there was something that didn't, that I didn't like, I would feel like I could say something. Yeah, absolutely. You know? They're just, they're good people. Awesome. Yes. And it wasn't like there was any difference of, interpretation of the material like that's what made me so happy from day one like Greg and Sarah they just have those smiles like they get the book they love it I'm like when when it's like that everything's fine you know yeah we chatted for a minute before uh before the the recording started <laughs> the, the button about, was pushed before yeah. the button was pushed about uh diaries about your about keeping a <laughs> keeping a childhood diary have you did you continue to keep a diary and yeah there's that point when you start calling it a journal right <laughs> so I think sometime in my oh, yeah. yeah my late teens early twenties it was a journal it went from pink to like a notebook. Do you journal about like your daily activities or like my journal I just randomly write down literally anything I think of. But yeah, it's that again like a lot of that like inventory keeping. Yeah, and it would then when I was a child it was very like today th this person did this and I ate this and I want this and I'm mad about this and I'm happy about this and mm -hmm. then there's some resolution of like tomorrow. You know, <laughs> this is what I want. And tomorrow of course, all the declarations of love. Yes. yes. <laughs> and the gaps of there being no explanation between why one thing was one day and then two days later, like, I despise this person. I'm like, what happened? You know? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then older, I feel like kind of more self-conscious reflection mm -hmm. where there's one point when you're writing and when you're journaling that much and you imagine someone else finding it and how you would want to see him and you can tell when that enters into it as opposed uh. to that child like, yeah. <laughs> Do, do you feel like that? Uh, Those are the most endearing ones. <laughs> do you feel like the the motivation of someone will find this journal and they'll they'll want to read an eloquent author that that was part of leading to, you into the world I'm, of being an I've author? I've always been a little morbid. Like when I okay. was 10, I wrote this elaborate, no, I was nine, a long will that was like five pages long where I'm giving away my lamps. And for, I'm like, why did the lamps get in there? That's what always stands out. Are they good lamps? No, I, oh. I was a little kid. I had like, like two maybe, lamps. Maybe yeah, I like, want those totally lamps. Totally unremarkable lamps. I'll never know why. Like, okay. I okay. saw fit to like, I have to talk about these lamps. And <laughs> deciding who I give what to. And then it was also a testament of everything I you know want to do and hope to do. And on the last page, it's like, I want to live fast and die old. And then I signed wow. it, and I put the date and the time and everything. Yeah. So I feel like I've always just thought about a lot about death. And then the older I get, the more I think about it of, like, what you leave behind and, you know. 
Yeah. And I like reading other people's diaries. I mean, when they're published, not in a sneak someone's house. <laughs> <Here> God, no. <laughs> You're not breaking and entering and ju- just no. just walking out with the diary. No. But when I, my friends got me an Airbnb last year for, I probably shouldn't say this, but for my birthday. And I was like, the first thing I'm doing is opening up drawers. And like, what? I'm like, this is the best present ever, like to get to go through someone's stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Like so, that is. Oh part yeah, of that's. It. The, I mean, anyone would lock up anything. Yeah, but I found things that were, you know, forgotten and. Any man's trash is is definitely yeah. my treasure. But yeah, they're like, there's a pool I, out back. It's this nice house. I'm like, just you guys go out swimming. I'm gonna be in here for a while. Like. I was just walking around the other day on the sidewalk. Someone had left a Millennium Falcon. The whole Millennium Falcon, not a model, but the like the toy. And I was trying to figure out if it was an original release or one of the newer ones, like, a, you know, a re-release or whatever. I think it was one of the original Millennium Falcons. And wow. I'm like, Is somebody your just Millennium Falcon now? <laughs> That's very dark. I mean. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> uh, as much as I wanted it, and I did, I was, uh, I was actually on my way to a wag walk. I couldn't have put it in my pocket. And I knew it was going to be gone by the time I got back. So I balled up all of my nerd pride and just left it there. I did take a picture, you know. Do you think someone was packing up the car and they left it no, there? No, man, it was, it was, it was, it was junk. Trashed. It was, there, was, yeah. there was like a chair and a VCR and oh, just boy. like. Maybe someone's just real mad at George Lucas right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Maybe. break. It's like they broke up Maybe. with Star Wars. It was really <laughs> faded, though. And it got, oh, no, that's so sad. <laughs> um but yeah, I'd had a bunch of you know pieces missing. I mean, it's yeah. good to know who's been earnest but, about. You know, but that's <laughs> what. But that is the Millennium Falcon. You know, it's the it's the fastest running uh, piece of trash in the sky. So that's right. There you go. I mean, they would appreciate that if they knew that that you. Uh, I mean, I I was really excited to see it. You know. Yeah. But, uh, well, this is funny. I wanted to loop back to the Airbnb thing because I host. Airbnb. And I don't necessarily expect people not to go through my things. I don't take, I don't lock that many things up. I only lock up things that I like, I lock up the liquor because I'm going to want it when I come back to my house. Uh, What about photo albums? No, all my photo albums are out. I have like 20 countries worth of photo albums from when I took 35 millimeter pictures and my yearbooks are out. And then I have like the most eclectic book collection. I mean, I leave the Kama Sutra out, but also <laughs> but also like the Dr. Confederacy Seuss. of Dunces and Dr. Seuss is definitely right next to it because they're the same height. The Kama Sutra <laughs> and the Sneetches are, of course they are. The, same, the same height of book. Uh, but that makes me kind of think that, uh, I mean, certainly there's interesting things to find in my house, but that I should put out a request to my guests to write me a note about what sort of interesting things they Their discovered. Their analysis of you. Or who, sure. they, yeah, who yeah. they think I am. Yeah, no, that's where I just think it's on fascinating. Based what's, what's like available it's, in my house. We've never had this before, this extent of like sharing and it's of, of, and letting people into your personal spaces. It's the same way with an Uber. Yeah. You know, suddenly you're in someone's car. Oh, yeah. And right. Yeah, and I love the dynamic where they're like, what music do you want? And the other people that are like, I'm going to blast this and you can get out or not. Like, it's such an interesting everyday two-way street. Yeah. I, I like that a lot about Airbnb. I much prefer to stay in someone's, as a guest, to stay in someone's home, especially if I go somewhere that has a much different culture. Yep. Like, the United States is nice, too, but but we all have a lot of similar customs. But if I go to India or to Japan or to, you know, wherever, then it's it's nice to be like, oh, look at this. And I, I pull a lot of those things, too. I'm like, oh, look at this clever way that they store this thing, I'm yes. going to do that in my house, or like... Uh, you're getting the real life. It's the opposite yeah. of a concierge, where you're, you know, like, right. oh, this person's being paid to tell me that that hot dog is, right. per- you know, is great. Like, Yeah, the, yeah. I fe- it feels like a more authentic experience mm-hmm. of, the, of the place. And I like welcoming people to my house, too, because if I'm not there to enjoy it... Do you it, meet them when they come? I Frequently, I don't, because my... Okay. Uh, my home that I Airbnb is in Seattle, which is which is my hometown. Okay. And I sort of split my time between states. And so usually I have them go to my favorite coffee shop, which is Makeda and Mingus. And uh, the owner there also helps me take care of my house. Oh, that's ideal. So everybody yeah. kind of gets to meet, everybody gets to see, like, oh, look, they at, get here, a neighborhood. here we are. And, you know, this is what my face looks like. And they get the key and they get a coffee and then um, and then they can go enjoy my home. But, um, but I love giving recommendations because... There's so many good things to do. You have to a do. binder with all the advice about yeah. everything. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I do. And um, and discounts. Neighborhood discounts. Mm-hmm. Come stay at my house. Yes. I still have to do that. <laughs> yeah. 
It's time for a trip to Seattle, I think. Yeah. Why not? Well, we'll get we'll get both of you to come stay at my house. And okay. Then there you okay. Go. Write an analysis of who you yes. think I am based on whatever you find in cupboards and drawers. We'll, uh, we'll record a part two of this yeah. and while we're while we're uh, sneaking around. Well, over these there. people, what fascinated me was they locked the master bedroom, and there yes. was just something a little like I mean I I mean I get that that's normal, but it, yeah. of course it makes you wonder like you know that was all I wanted to see. Yeah. But then they had also had all of these very political pictures and posters and they put them all in one room in the back and that was interesting oh. too just like I thought was that purposeful or is that for us or was that what were their politics uh, like selfies with George Bush uh, <laughs> senior mm. um, yeah. George, w. yeah George W that's fun it's fun to know that your Airbnb host yeah. was, yes, like just was taking yeah. selfies like, yeah. with George Bush Sr. Why not? Do you do a lot of And traveling? it's a way of hiding things but not hiding them. You know, that's what was strange to me. I'm like, I understand putting it all in the bedroom. Like, But it was funny to me to leave just a little taste out. But I guess well, they didn't think of it that way. I, yeah. Well, I leave a few things. Like, I leave some photographs and stuff out. I don't put all – or I have photographs on my fridge. I, but I moved them to the side of my fridge instead of the front of my fridge because there were – some people who complained, they were like, oh, I went to stay in this person's home and everything about my description. I use the word home a bunch of times. Mm. I say when I'm, you know, if I'm not here, it's because I'm traveling for work, etc. But there are people who will be like, oh, this house was amazing. I loved the neighborhood. But there's a picture of her and her mom on the fridge. I don't like that. Really? And I'm like, huh. my mom is hot. So, yeah. I'm like, why would you have <laughs> you object to that? that? This yeah. is a great that's right. This but is that's a great I guess there are so many people that have places that are just for that, so there's nothing intimate of, or at all in the home. Yeah. Is that what it is? And so there's I think a... so. I think, well, I, the only the guests I, yeah. that I've had, not exactly problems, but con- contention with or they've left negative nope. uh, in- information on the reviews are all people who wanted it to be a hotel. Right. And it's not a hotel. It's my home. No. Huh. Anyway. But do you do a lot of traveling? Uh, yeah, I, relatively, yes. Do you have favorite places? Um, let's see. I went to Australia. Ooh. That was magical. I mean, just as magical as you want it to be. The, no. the Outback, too? or No, coast? just Sydney and Brisbane. Cool. Yes. Yes, but held a koala. Yeah. Poor Very koala. cool. Yeah. Scare the living shit out of her. Let Hilda, you know, like a good Afro-American. Yes. She's like, authors are scary. Yeah, it was, it was fine. And I like, they, you know, they take the picture. Yeah. And then suddenly she turned her head. And I can't explain it, but it was like I told myself. And also the whole warning about chlamydia they give you right as they handle it. Right. Oh, yeah. oh, and by the way, like, you know. Don't lick her chlamydia. Well. Like, here, her name's Cinnamon. Like, watch your fingers. <laughs> and they are looking out. And then her head just turns. And something about that, like, freaked me out. And I just, my body language changed. And yeah. I it was like a, a little. really slow turn. Like, a, yes, like an was. animated toy. Yes. Because, <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Yes, and so then she dug in a little, and but I'm, you know, no. You're okay. You survived. Oh, yes, I survived. Okay. They gave okay. her the rest of the day off. <laughs> oh, wow. Maybe that, that was, was nice. Maybe that was her goal. Maybe she's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, I don't blame her. Yes. Yeah. One shot, and I'm done today. <laughs> yep. That's it. <laughs> Chilling in the hammock. And yeah, I just really liked it there, except for the, they put mayonnaise and burritos. They're random food things that I was like, how? Hmm. Why would you like? Why did you set them straight? I did, but then they just look at you like you're crazy. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Anywhere else that you loved visiting? Yes, Sweden. I want to go back there. Oh, I love Sweden. Too. Yeah, that was. I was there so briefly. It was great. And then London. Yeah, and then I spent about not half the year, but a lot of time in Massachusetts. Where I grew up. Oh, yeah. fun. Yeah. Where in Massachusetts? Cape Cod. Okay. Mm, I have like s- right here. Yeah. I have some friends from the Cape, and my boyfriend grew up in Newton, outside mm. of Boston. Yes. Yeah. And you went to Brown? Yep. Cool? Yes. One of my random notes. Yeah. That's just... <laughs> <laughs> I did. Just, just, just throw that it off in. your map. <laughs> yep. Done. Check. Where did you guys go? Uh, I went to the University of Puget Sound in Tacoma, Washington, and NYU. Wow. Okay. Puget, have you ever seen the show Cedar Cove? No, that's one I? of those things that I got into an obsessive. Like I lost two days of my life to Cedar Cove. It was the most calming, just relaxing show, all and right. it's all Pacific Northwest. <laughs> this is what my list is for. <laughs> <laughs> just like I thought, this this is like there must be heroin like in the TV. It's just interesting. Very, <laughs> that is that's how I would imagine heroin. I mean, that's, a, a, that's a good curious, so relaxing. Like, <laughs> I like that. Uh, where can you find Cedar Cove? I believe it's on Netflix. Is it on Netflix? Oh, okay. I think so. Yeah. All right, we'll check that yes. out. Hmm. And it's not, it's the one not, not nice thing is that after all of that relaxing, like, you know, it's that gentle syrup, like everything, it's this t- small little hamlet 
and everything is fine and there's no uh, there's drama but there's it's all really readily resolved and Ooh. in a sweet way and then it ends on a cliffhanger and you never know and Ooh. I'm like you bastard bring it back so yes. it's heroin right up until the last yes. episode yeah, and then it's cocaine cold turkey bitch <laughs> yes. cool I like how uh, Devlin keeps a list of things that he already knows he wants to talk about and I don't know what I want yeah. to talk about I keep a blank page for when people give me <laughs> that's a good combination awesome recommendations right that's why we work well together. I mean, that's the definition of teamwork. It, yeah. it really is. It's yeah. a pretty good fit. Yes. <laughs> I was reading that you, the show, was originally slated for Showtime and then Lifetime picked it up, which I, I you know, uh, with those focus groups, they always have, you know, on the sheet, where where would you expect to find the show? And I, I oh, wrote Showtime, Netflix, you know, HBO, and I found out it was Lifetime, and it was truly mind-blowing, because not that they can't handle this kind of show, just that that's not their typical fare, so I found that really interesting. Yeah, well, I, have you seen Unreal? No. So Unreal is terrific. It's a it's about a show that's like The Bachelor and the behind yeah. the scenes of it. And it's very it's very like you know dark. It's different from the movies. You know, I feel like I've they're seen, kind of I've two seen different a few lifetimes episodes. Yeah, it's basically like a behind the scenes of a reality. Yes, show, of a Bachelor right? type show. Yeah, yeah. Yes, and very biting and dark and yeah, that's. It's a good home. <laughs> and cool. the people they're just really excited about it. the development process was great and yeah. And I, again, it's awesome. another Greg and Sarah know, yeah, they know what they're doing. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah. certainly do. As you saw. Yeah. It's, it's, it's fascinating to watch. Yes. I am, I am itching to death. <laughs> just, you gotta, you gotta come back. Yes. I know. I know. When we can of... have like show yeah. club. I know. Yes. <laughs> but yes. I love the pacing, like without, without going to pineapple, like that you're, <laughs> what you said about the beginning. Cause that Safe was, word. that was something yeah. I really liked that it, it was this slow like draw you in like somehow it's the, almost hypnotic yes and then that's a great word yeah. yes yeah i thought they really did that beautifully and you i mean i ah, i'm excited yeah and the music too the music really plays into it very very well yes. and um and the social media the energy of that and the way they're jumping into it i think that's okay to say so cause that's creepy. so much in the book too it's yeah creepy as hell man well um, and it's where like especially for me like when i wrote this book of kind of about this guy who doesn't participate in it, but he's judging everyone's because it's that that awful line that we're all on of like, oh, when you know when people say I'm done with it, I'm taking a break, and I don't care what anyone thinks. It's like, well, yes, you do. If you're if you were really taking a break, you would just take a break. You just That's right. so you're announcing yeah. it. You're asking, <laughs> yeah. And then on the flip side, there are the people that you know. It's a very. I see a lot of people more and more lately being like, I'm addicted. I'm going to take a few days off, and I think that's healthy and also sad. But it's basically <laughs> that it's a learning experience for everyone. And Joe, the character, he's just isn't because he doesn't participate. He's feels above it in a way that I think is unusual more and more because most of us have experienced, you know, dealt with it in some way. We all have one account at least, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I have I have all the accounts yes. and I really am a social media bug. I'm all over it and I and I find myself doing that, you know, and just checking it at inopportune moments. Yeah, and but then when I, when I, have I shouldn't this, be. I feel like I put this permanent judgment voice in my head now that whenever I do it or like the next day I'm like, ew, I'm like, oh Joe would be like <laughs> disgusted. But then I'm like, he's a fucking murderer. But that's what it is. Yeah. Like <laughs> What's your what's your favorite sort of thing to share on your social media? Um, I think spontaneous discoveries, which in that way there aren't that many of them but like today I, I'm in my new book this guy goes to his girlfriend's house uh, the girl goes to her boyfriend's house and there is disgusting food so I was like what could be the worst kind of thing so I'm just googling like words that scare me like tuna you know? <laughs> <laughs> and there it is like tuna on waffles with olives and olives are like my least favorite thing in the world I can't Ugh. stand the yeah so that this picture just all made the me olives you hate I, all the yes, olives yes Mm-hmm. So this, there are right. lots of olives. I will eat your <laughs> olives, especially the, especially if there's stuff. You sound like cheese. my mom. Yeah. <laughs> there must be a gene for that because there could be. Yeah, because well, vinegar too. I can't, I can't stand this. Yeah, I mean, that. it's all in the same sort of flavor yep. profile. Do you not like pickles? No, that's where it all goes out the window. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love I mean, pickles, but oh. when I'm reminded that there's vinegar in them, I'm like, no. Oh, okay, so we can give you pickles. We you just can, yes. can't tell you how they're exactly. made. Yes. I'll just pretend. Okay. But yeah, that kind of thing, That's like I'm like, wow. And then, and then I get international covers of books, and that's exciting, too. And yeah. Hmm. Yes. What, are you, what about you guys? You share everything. Uh-oh, but here it comes. So much, well, <laughs> here we go. Here we go. You're up to so many good things to promote. 
and so you're you're so good at it. So I'm much Aww, better. At, I'm much better at reposting your. I I really try, especially for this show. But I got to get the show stuff out there. I got to yeah. talk about the guests. Got to talk about what we're doing. I'll uh, I'll tell you. I have a nope. weird weird social media relationship because I feel really bad about sharing good news. Mm. I share it on LinkedIn because it's more of a professional. <laughs> so LinkedIn is it's kind of my favorite sometimes. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, that feels like a good place to... You know, there to, are no babies on LinkedIn. Like, no, yes. right. <laughs> and, and no cat pictures and yep, no, food, so funny. no food pictures. If, if the aliens came and they saw LinkedIn first, imagine what they would think of us. Like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's where I feel like, oh, it's good to brag professionally on LinkedIn because it's mm. a professional well, site. Well, yeah, that's what you're... It's, it's open about that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, and I love sharing on... Instagram and Facebook, uh, you know, this show and when I get to have awesome collaborations because I love to build up the people I got to collaborate with. But I don't want to share good news on my normal personal profile and I don't want to share bad news either. It's like my Facebook is super benign. It's just dumb jokes. I get that. And discoveries. And sometimes adorable pictures. It's another because now it's all the different worlds you live in. Like to me, like if you let's say you've just talked to a friend who's having like the day from hell, but something good happened to you, yeah. and you're like, I sh- like I have to, you know, it's not have to, but it's like part of the. Yeah, that's you're exactly right. Like it's, it. things are going. You know, I'm like I'm connected it's to like a, at yeah. least a thousand people here. Yeah. What if five hundred of them are real mad that I had such yeah, a great day? Yeah, and in that day. way, that's not personal. Like we wanna... all have our moods and our sensitivities. To me, that's where it all makes me feel crazy. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's so <laughs> it's so tough. It's like way more, I make it way more nuanced than it needs to be, right? but it, it causes me a little bit of anxiety. I love that about your post, though, because I, see, I, I have that issue. I've posted some very, I've posted things on Facebook that I really shouldn't post about the super bad days that I, super bad day that I'm having. Do you do the, like, you got, like, if you don't hear from me, like, the world is a horrible place, yes, like, do you do that kind of, yes, so, okay, yeah, yeah. don't do that. I know, guys, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Call the police. <laughs> I, yeah, well, right? well, then, well, then I'll leave them up for a couple days and then I'll delete it. <laughs> oh, you delete? Oh, so yeah. You I, know, it just get rid of it. It doesn't need to be there. because it's that erasing history. Like, that's where, like... Yeah, that's creepy. That's true. Because it's kind of a journal. But it is, now yeah. with the memories, with the flashbacks, it it will come up two and three and multiple times. <laughs> Even if times, you deleted, is years it still later. in memories? Yeah, I turned. I had that time. No, off no, for not a while. If, I was not, like, this is unhealthy. Not if like, you delete it. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Because I know if I if I leave it there, it'll come back to haunt me. Because of course those posts get a lot of attention, which is the ones that resurface in the flashbacks. Mm-hmm. So yeah, feeling good today, guys. <laughs> yeah, all it's, right. It's all good. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> I mean, you you can always call me. You can always call. Aww, you you're can so always sweet. call me directly if you're Thank feeling you. down and not necessarily <laughs> broad, broadcast it to <laughs> I don't thousands of unsuspecting. Retweeting too is all, also my like awkward thing that I'm. There was I don't know who said it, but a couple years ago, and I'm sure it's been said a lot of times. Like every time you retweet something good someone said about you, like a little piece of your soul just goes out the window. But at the same time, when that person said something, you're it's their voice. You know. Yeah. It's a. But I always have that like skeevy. Ooh. Yeah, it's pretty complicated. It's very complicated. Yeah, and it's and it's interesting how your mood does come through in ways that you don't realize. Like, but you can see a few days later, like, oh, I can tell I was in a mood, and like, you know, and trying to hide it. Like, that's I think that's fun to study other people and see the well underlying. That's there's definitely a a voyeuristic quality. Oh God, to to being a writer (laughs) Mm -hmm. in general. But then that's where there's like so much self reflection because if you're kind of spying on everyone else, then you have to also spy on yourself. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is what the book is all it's very, about. Yes. Yep. <laughs> it's very oh, this is This is my most important question of the day. Mm. Having not consumed either the book or the TV show yet, because the show's not available, but they're both on my radar, which do I consume first? Um, I think simply because there's time, like you yes. read the book first. Okay. And then you watch the show. Okay, yeah. because the show is the show so is not out this month. Do you, yeah, like it's not gonna that reading the book first isn't gonna. Oh, I see. I don't know. I but you can do it both. It's the same way. I, I've had people that have read Hidden Bodies first, and then they're like, "Oh my God, there's a prequel!" And I love that about the world too. That like, okay. there are different ways to consume. I mean, I'm, that's where there will be a lot of people that see the show before they read the book, and that's. I mean, there. I with me, I've seen a lot of things before I read the book, and. 
Okay. I don't think there's anything. Yeah, well, I just mean like I'm so I I feel like my every my readers have been so like when is it coming? When is it coming? Right. So I'm like it's not coming now, but here are things you can do right now today. Like gotcha. yes, so yes. I, so I can go either way. Yeah, you can go either way. I had yeah. I had a moment. I mean, no one's gonna no author's gonna be like oh don't read the book. Like but, yeah. <laughs> well no of course I want to yeah. read the book, but here's here's uh, here's why this is a very serious issue for me. Mm. So I can't remember exactly the year the 90s Dances with Wolves. I read. The book Dances with Wolves that mm-hmm. was sitting on my family bookshelf. So good. Yeah. Very, very, very good book. And then the movie came out and I was like, oh, great. I'll watch the movie. The movie was so bad by comparison to the book that mm-hmm. I was like, God damn it. I am never reading the book first again. Because if you watch You're the movie. You're breaking your own heart. Yeah, yeah. If you watch the movie, you get. And people loved the movie Dances with Wolves. But I was so. I'm still very angry I, about yeah. it. I'm one of those people, I love, like, The Lovely Bones is one of my favorite books of all time. Mm. I read that over and over. That was one of my, like, big obsessions. And I love the movie, too. And it's different. And that movie, like, people hate it. And people that love the book hate it. But I'm, like, I love them both as separate entities. Okay. And I don't know. Yeah. My So since then, my feeling has basically, I've had, like, a very strict policy of, like, I'll go, go see the movie first and get, like, a taste. And then I'll, like, delve into all the little nooks and crannies and details and nuance of the book. Yes. But sometimes, especially with TV, which is nice because we didn't make your book into a 90 minute movie. We made it into. Yes, I'm so happy. It, what is it? It's 10, 10 hours 10. to start it's, like that. Right. It's, that's love just that. that's it's a dream. 10 yeah. hours, which which makes it probably equal because you had the time. You weren't yes. you weren't having to pick and choose bits and and throw out characters because there wasn't time. Exactly. In a 90 minute movie. So so my policy is changing because of the TV landscape. And the opportunity yes. and then the to way like you can really grow. make the book. Like, I love yeah. The Leftovers so much. And that, I mean, I love that book. I love that show. But it's fascinating to see, like, the show grow. And, uh, like, there was only the one book and then the many seasons. And I don't know. It's a good good process. Okay. You can't go wrong either way. I just good. meant that if you, so you're, you can join the people then have, that have read the book and are like, when is the show coming? When is the show coming? <laughs> All right. But I also understand well, as soon as this read for my militant book club is over, yep. then, then uh, your book is next book on my list. Book clubs are so militant. <laughs> yeah, my, my book club, yeah, my book club is very serious. I'm so glad that you asked that question. I've had experiences on all on all scopes of that, too. I had that same terrible experience for me with Wicked because mm. I saw the amazing, magical, wonderful Broadway production. Well, not on Broadway. I saw it in St. Louis, but I saw the stage production, and then I read the book, and they are worlds apart and Mm -hmm. um it was just like the the book really didn't have a lot of magic it had next to no magic in it actually and um you know she wasn't really coming into her own it was a whole Mm. was a whole thing it's because the broadway people demanded more glitter (laughs) (laughs) but but then one of my favorite movies of all time and one of the movies that made that created the me that is is never ending story mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. the um uh the author has been famously you know quoted as saying he he hates the movie like oh. he hates what they did with his precious precious book and of course it's originally in german so i have never I haven't you know read had yet. i haven't either had yeah. owned or read the book but like i every time i watch that movie i am filled like i that that it's that an amazing takes movie. Me i love that movie such incredible places like i watched that movie to and the feel is so scary so scary <laughs> and that's uh, a real transporting <laughs> yes yeah transporting mm-hmm. yes absolutely but I would. I need to brush up on my. Uh, was the book in, was, was it published in here in English and all that? No, it was uh, originally um, published in Germany. I mean, it's. But then it's did it German... come here? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm they sure must have they're, they're English it. translations. Yeah. Yes, of course. Yeah, I wonder yeah. how he feels about those. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't know. Pretty oh, pretty yeah. interesting. It's though. funny. That's the first negative thing I've ever heard <laughs> surrounding that movie. It's like it's one of those movies everyone loves it. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, That's and like all of the all of the actors went their own way after that. Um, Maybe like we need to get, Tammy Stronach get in touch with is, them uh, for a reunion. Podcast. Listen, mm-hmm. I communicated with Tammy Stronach, the uh, the childlike empress. I, mm-hmm. I communicated with her PR once upon a time, and she. Uh, this was this was for the the previous show that I co-hosted, and um, she was booked, and then. It was it was a whole thing, you know, oh. Hollywood Hollywood drama. Well, now now it's now it's back <laughs> but, out in the universe but it's again. Now, Maybe it's, she'll... it's now yeah, 2018, baby. Yeah, it that's a good plan. Maybe she'll yes. join us. She's a ballet instructor. 
she's doing many great things. Fun. Yeah. What are you looking forward to now? You said you are writing. But I'm writing a new book now. Yes. Awesome. Yes. And how's how's that going? It's great. It's always the weirdest time when it's just that sleep is just kind of impossible. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like it won't stop talking. (laughs) Are you able to sleep? Are you one of those people that that isn't able to sleep or just like while you're doing a project? It's like a binge. I feel like I'll go a few days where I don't sleep very much. And then when I especially when it's this point with a book, then I wake up really early and I just sit there and go, go, go. And then get to a grouchy point and then a few drinks and then sleep. I'm like, oh, wow. And I'm like, do most people do this every day? This is great. Do you just wake up and grab your laptop? And, yep. Yep. I do yep. that a lot. Where I'm yeah. Like, and then it's I believe like in mornings. I don't know. One like One in the afternoon. I'm like, I should get out of my bed. I mean, I've been right. working all this time. But isn't it weird? But yeah. Because like, it's also, that ancient childhood thing that like you feel guilt about doing any like being in bed working. But I'm like, no, this is allowed. Yeah, this is OK. You're like, getting your work it's done. It's taking me a long time to be like, this is. Yeah. I'm not being a lazy bones. No, but yeah, you definitely get to that point where it's like, I better make sure my legs still work. And oh, I know. And that maybe is. I could go get some coffee. <laughs> yes, yeah. or talk out loud. Talk like, out loud. I've gone a couple. Like I'll go. Oh, yeah. And yeah, when I was writing my first book, I had vocal cord issues, so I couldn't talk out loud, and I had to go around with a notebook. And oh no. Yes, that, I, it's one of those things that I I block things out, and I, that came up in a Facebook memory where I was like, oh, like the the notebook that said. My vocal cords are broken. Like, please be patient. I'm like, that was fucking real. Like, that's wow. right. I, for, I never think about it. Like, I forget. That's yeah. amazing. Well, that's yeah. I'm glad they fixed you all up in Indeed. time they, for a yes. podcast. Yes. <laughs> it would have been a very yes. interesting podcast. Yes. It sure would have. Oh, we we could totally do you a sign do language that. podcast. Because it yeah. was something, it's good for writing too, where, yeah. because so much, like I have all the notebooks from when I would go out to lunch, but so many times, like there are so many smiley faces because things sound one way. It's There's no tone. It's almost like texting in person right where you say something and you have to be like no I'm kidding like smiley is the easiest way to be like haha like yeah yeah so I'm like mm. that's so interesting yeah it's good the notebooks are mm-hmm. oh <laughs> maybe maybe you'll publish those someday you never know that, that would be really interesting. an anthology or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it'd be, be like neat. a like a choose your own conversation yeah. book because oh. it would only be the one side oh yeah of mm-hmm. the conversation exactly yeah that's, that's but then there's nothing more punishing than one side of a conversation, right? Like it depends on I how almost, imaginative you are. <laughs> well, I mean, like when you're somewhere and someone's talking on the phone. Oh, I'm like that. That's not fun for the person talking. It's not fun for the person around them, and the person on the other end of the phone pro- can probably sense that they're in a distracted place. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like when you're in line and someone's on the phone, right? Or on a bus and someone's. It's like why, you know? Yeah, I work a lot at a at a coffee shop and then I'll but if I take a phone call I'll go for like a long walk around the block so yeah that, like that makes sense to me because that's how you get to focus and have a like a degree have of a privacy conversation. it's yeah. just that it's a thing that fascinates me about people I always pace when I'm on the phone so I, have to, one, yeah. I usually have to be standing up when I'm on the phone. It's yeah. just a thing that I do. <laughs> Can't take phone calls. Which is down. really, really bad in my apartment because there's <laughs> there's only <laughs> signal as long as I'm in the kitchen. As soon as I cross into the living room, I, I always get cut off. Ooh, so you have paced around that kitchen. I do. There's there's track marks <laughs> in, the, in the tile. The floor in is worn. <laughs> you know, I was just, uh, while, while, you were, while you were discussing that, it just made me think, is it still an autobiography if you're... Um, if you're speaking from a dissociative disorder, like if you have multiple personalities, is it still an autobiography? It could be both. Yeah. I suppose it could. It could be a write a biography and an autobiography in, in the, the same, same book. book. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's good thinking. Yes. Hmm. Interesting. I like that. And, uh, and, uh, what do you call it when it's not, when it's not enough information to officially be a biography, but it's more like a, it's more like a report, like a report, a historical reporting of things that I found for this person. Right. I think that's like the sort a fourth of thing grade book you... <laughs> report kind of thing, you know, the kind of topic sentence, you know. Well, like, and I'll have to look. We, um, uh, my militant book club, uh, just <laughs> read Stacey Schiff's Cleopatra, which I think might officially be a biography, but even throughout the whole book, she's like, I don't really know because there's very little about this person. So here's an amalgamation of all the stuff mm. that we that's available, like coins and like war records and then does she have theories or does she try and stay and then here and then here's my theory based on all this information but i wouldn't call it a straight it's not a straight biography because there isn't enough information to determine there must be there's Hmm. there's a a subgenre word for everything so absolutely yeah there's a a portmanteau floating around somewhere (laughs) but what a good woman of mystery cleopatra in that way like that's something we don't yeah yeah also great book i really enjoyed that one 
Good. Lots of interesting info. Do you have that thing when you're you're working in the mornings? We were talking about like making sure your voice works. Where like you've been working for hours and someone calls and then like, oh, it's the worst. You yeah. can't <laughs> you can't answer the phone or you sound like yeah. You yes. got, got that glottal like, fry, right? Oscar yeah. the Grouch. Yeah. yeah. Yes. It's, it's horrible. <laughs> Everybody yep. thinks they woke you up even though you've been like, <laughs> right. working for six hours. Yeah, and no matter what you say, like, yeah, if you were doing it in bed, no. Absolutely. Like, it just right. doesn't ins- – which I understand. I mean, when I've, when I've had jobs where it was like I had to leave the house no matter what I wanted, that's – that. there's a certain, you know, that's not the same as staying in bed. <laughs> yeah, so I yeah. get it. <laughs> totally. Thematically or tonally, do you feel like you're going to continue sticking with a similar – voice or do you have some really like out there ideas that you want to explore um to me it's similar in the sense that it's just they're like it's always first person Mm -hmm. and it's always deep inside someone's head like my new book has three different perspectives and it's different from the joe books but to me it's similar in the sense that each person is in their own kind of pain and trying to figure out why and trying to solve you know their problem mm-hmm. so and that's my new book too like it's all but just going deeper and deeper into the the weird places in the head cool yeah I feel like that's what I, I wrote a lot of short stories before I started writing books and they were always like that that just seems to be what I do yeah yes what are your favorite books oh god oh that question um yeah, there, now, I, yes. now I've done it <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> no because <laughs> they're it's too hard. They're, it's too hard you to just rattle yeah. off a scroll like when you're yeah <laughs> like in those infomercials. Yeah, I mean, so go on, like uh, forever. Like Stephen King is a favorite, just mm-hmm. for years and years and years. Um, oh my god! And I love Richard Yates, and I love Tom Perota. Perota, Perota. I don't See, know. See, this is that when you don't talk out loud about this. Yeah. <laughs> I realize I say it both ways in my head. Yeah, I love Joyce Carol Oates. Um, I just read a Paul Tremblay book that I loved. Yes, it's they all. They're like, yeah. It's. Are you reading something now, or do you not read while you're? I I just started two books, and I read a lot these past couple of months. I just read a book, The Good Son, that was really. Oh yeah, compelling. there was a there was a movie with Macaulay Culkin, right? Oh no, no, this is yeah. This no, is it's, totally yeah, different. It's the oh, same okay. title, but yeah, it's gonna. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, that's the trick with titles. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> you can get very easily confused. Yeah, is she the Korean? Is a big deal there, and it's I think it's her first book that's being translated here, and that was really chilling and disturbing and good, and so I just started a few other books this weekend, but then I, I read a little, then with writing it is hard it's a tricky and then with reading books to blurb them as opposed to reading just to read it's that I yeah. think why don't we get to have like three brains you know like I'm also disappointed that we don't have three brains that, yes that's, that would be very <laughs> it seems fair because yeah especially like I get sent books and this week I got so many books and I'm like it it upsets me that I, it's not possible or I guess yeah. if you were a speed reader but then I'm a, I can be a slow reader too I'm a I very like slow to, reader yeah I like to think about a book yeah you know so what do you do to clear your brain? What are or what are the fun things when you're like Cedar Cove? Uh, Cedar Cove, <laughs> that kind of thing. Yeah, just like a complete trip into another. <laughs> yeah, and when you you said you had these moments where you're like, I figured it out, and I want to call my friends and go out. Do you? Yeah, then go out and talk, and then but then it's that that slow sinking when you know, like you start to hear parts of what you're writing in your head, like oh no, and I, I'm oh, a big no. notebook notepad yeah. person. The phone where then I start scribbling in the notepad, and it's kind of what I do with writing too. Where in the morning I write in bed, and then I'll I'll t- print out pages and not bring my computer, yeah. and read them out in the world without the computer and just have that ah oh yeah yeah <laughs> and make all those notes and then go back and not be able to read my own handwriting that's funny and kind of write it again I do yeah. exactly that print print things out so I can be like oh I'm gonna touch these pages and yeah like, I think, see what it looks like in print yes it helps because it's another yeah. it's another it's like changing the font when you're stuck too suddenly yeah. it all looks different to you yeah that's very interesting. See, I, I keep all of these random sheets of notes. I, I probably just need to carry around a notebook, too, mm. to to write, to keep them all or, in one place. I mean, these are all, like, printer pages. Why don't you just buy an extra three-ring binder man. and a three-hole punch? Go to town. I guess that's just my system. I don't know. Just write them down as I random scraps that, of paper. That's exactly why I started <laughs> keeping a notebook. And even if I write something on a random a good scrap idea. of paper, I tape it into my notebook so that I don't oh, have a... yeah. There you go. That's good. So you don't have the things everywhere. Yeah, so I don't... I, I still have a very cluttered house because I'm always working on a bunch of random stuff. But, uh, but yeah, at least then I don't have the random scraps of paper just floating around or... 
That's what I like about the notepad, too, because then you can email it to yourself, and then it's in two places. It's good thinking. That notepad is just my favorite thing. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've always had terrible handwriting. So I stole someone else's good handwriting. Oh, I, really? My, my real handwriting. I always wonder this. I've never had my handwriting analyzed, but I wonder who they, who they would find out that I could have been because my real handwriting is very bad. But I'm an artist and I'm a good copyist. And so in eighth grade, I used to always get in trouble for my handwriting up until eighth grade. And then my eighth grade English teacher uh, printed an essay from a student a year prior or whatever that um, was a particularly good essay to emulate, like the five paragraph structure or something. And I got the essay and I was like, wow, this handwriting is very legible. It was cursive, but it was like kind of bubbly. And I was like, I'm just going to copy this handwriting and this will be my handwriting from now on whenever anyone else is going to read it. But if I'm writing for myself, it's a total mess. Oh, so you have you have legitimately two different yes. styles. Yeah. I really am living a double life. You ghost writing for yourself. Yeah. Yes. That's kind of. Cool. Yeah. That would be a good character thing in a, in a story. You yeah. know, not knowing when it, if it was the same person because of the different handwritings. Yeah. So if I ever decide to, you know, murder anyone, I'll, there you, just, yeah. I'll just use this person from you will my, get away with from it. my yes. junior high will get busted <laughs> because I've stolen her handwriting. You or could because you could be a forger as a side job. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If anyone needs a forger, please call me. <laughs> Now's when we need the one eight hundred number. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> If there's, uh, you know, uh, a, a rich dude that you wanted to take over his mansion or whatever, you could totally sign the deed to his house. Yeah, after wait, he, after why haven't I done that Yeah, yet? come on, Libby. Why am I not living? a big week ahead. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I have so much to do. All right, see, this is why my, my page is blank. That's so why you I have can, the blank page. I can yeah. write my to-do list. Forge documents, move into mansion, assume there someone else's life. I mean, I think it's a good idea. Yeah. If I mean, if you don't mind me uh, having a having a room in your mansion, that'd be really great. I mean, I'll just forge documents for a larger mansion. And there, yeah. there we go. Thank you. So you, sh you should have the slide going out the window into the pool. <laughs> yes, I def definitely need that. Yes, clearly. What is your dream home, Caroline? The slide going out the window into the pool. Yes, that's, what's that's that the movie? whole thing. The Legend of Billie Jean. Did they have? Is that the movie? The Legend of Billie Jean. Um, maybe I haven't I seen that. I didn't see I'm it. I'm pretty sure they hadn't. They had some version of it. I might be mixing it up, but it was one of those things. As a child, I'm like, yep, that's that's a way, good way to live. And I'm always surprised that it's not a thing in people's yeah. homes. At least not the homes I've been to. I've always wanted a money bin that I could swim into, like Scrooge McDuck. Uh. Oh God. I've never. I would have. I could have put a slide, but I've never had a pool. So, I'd, and I feel like you'd have to build a pretty deep pool. It would I, have to be pretty deep. You Unless, can't just, But if it was this, if it gradually, you know, sure. If it was more like a cabin feel, like not a, you know, a log. What's it called? The barrel. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sure. If you got uh -huh. there, so you were a little protected. But you couldn't just like you couldn't. You couldn't do a janky version of that that would be safe. Like no, you couldn't no. just get you an have, you, It would have pool. to be a mansion. No, yes. <laughs> you, would, <laughs> you would have to have the budget. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, need you don't the, want to die like the first time you, you need get the in your mansion for such a thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what are what are the other features of your? Um, a dance room, uh, like a oh nice, yeah, with a disco ball and just that was just pure floor and yeah. mirrors. I yes. love it. Would you also yeah. have the bars? On the wall or not so much? Um, no, I think just the just for the just for disco fever. Just for disco fever. Okay. Well, yes. you could well you could have them where they where they flip out from oh. the walls, right? So they or or oh push yeah, some out magic doors. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. Yeah, I'm I'm all about uh, I'm all about secret doors and secret passages. Yeah. So I would they they would be all over my mansion. My friend you know, has in her house like a dumb waiter. And yeah, stuff. a writing and you know a room where she does a writing and it has that thing where you push and the wall emerges like the I bookshelf that. and it, oh, yeah, oh, that's oh, I, oh. that's Those just are my favorite. Yes. Mm -hmm. when, you, when you're ready for that, my that's one of my dad's secret talents. I mean, he's a he's a pretty really? He's a pretty good handyman in general, but in every home we've owned, he's built a bookcase door. He's like all about the bookcase doors. Oh my god. Yeah. That's fantastic. That's yeah. a good I'll 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 hire him to build yeah, my house. Yeah, if you're if you're going to cultivate a random skill, <laughs> yes. building secret bookcase doors is a is a pretty okay. good one. Yep. <laughs> good good choice. Besides having a mansion, what's something that you that you dreamed about that's coming to fruition? I guess all of this. I mean, the the start like the publishing books and having people read them all over the world is just beyond dream come true level of you know it's such an adjustment to writing and thinking no one will ever see this and then writing and knowing people will read it is that's 
and then the show being made. I mean, it's yeah, it's a it's ridiculous. <laughs> That's pretty incredible. And yeah. you was translated into I I had it wrote down and I forgot it to multiple multiple languages, yes. right? Yeah, some nineteen or twenty one. Yeah, something. Wow. like Wow, that. yeah. that's cool. Yeah, so that's just a cool. It's all wonderful. And then hearing from people every day, readers, it's just, that's magic, too. That's the best you, part. Do of, you get letters and, and emails yes, and stuff like that? Yes, It's fantastic. Um, yep. And you mentioned Stephen King earlier. Uh, he and uh, Lena Dunham both wrote great reviews on your book, which I thought was pretty cool. Yes, that's, that's, that's nuts, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. There, it's been many dreams coming true. Getting back to that, oh, feeling bad about being happy about things online. Yeah. Yes. So are you and Stephen King hanging out now? <laughs> yeah. Does he, a, does he have a slide? Going 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 I have the slide. Yeah. Right. You need to find out. I just came from there. My back is sore. Yeah. <laughs> I would think, yeah. though, that Stephen King would have, uh, his would go into a pool filled with blood or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Or like red jello, yeah, yeah piranhas. <laughs> you must, you must very quickly get back out of this. Yeah, pool. right. There's you have no to, lingering. You have to find the. Pool. You have to swim to the secret passage, like underneath the pool, uh. to like swim out and back into the house. This is giving me all sorts yes. of ideas. I'm really excited about my it future is house. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I would be as. I mean, the pool definitely important, but I'm a real ocean person specifically. Mm. So I think I'd rather build big chunk of my house that's under the ocean with like glass walls your own personal aquarium or access to like yeah like a like an atlantisy oh so you'd have the the sea beneath the floor the glass floor but but the other way i would build i would build it like 35 or 65 in 35 or 65 like a submarine home yeah Yeah. like a submarine home yeah that's cool and you you'd have like a a separate closet with like wetsuits and stuff that people could just like jump into I would just build somewhere warm. I hate wetsuits. Oh, okay. I would just build it. <laughs> yeah. I would just build it. I've warm never been water. in a wetsuit. I never want to be in a wetsuit no, ever. Nobody I'm like, wants who invented to be in a that? Wetsuit. Like, yes. all right, fine. <laughs> but I mean, you can bring a wetsuit. No, I, no, that's I, maybe I'll provide one for you. But I, it'll be like no. Eight. I want to partake <laughs> in good, all the all the you know randomness. It'll of be your... like eighty degree water, so you oh, can just like okay, great, swim, I'm ready. You know, out the the mudroom, out yeah. of the laundry okay. room, and then you can have the bar in the water outside. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's another one of those. Yeah. I growing up, there was a tennis court that hung over the ocean, and that was magic to me. Because yeah, when you're doing things anywhere near the ocean, they're just those things are so much better. So then, when you hit the ball off off into the water, then does a seal like jump up like a dog and snatch it? In the fantasy version of it, yes. Yeah. You're like, oh, there goes my ball. A seal just stole another ball. And then he dances and flips and speaks (laughs) English. Yeah, you only want to hang out with English-speaking seals yes. <laughs> who, have, who have read your book in the original. Oh, yeah. Well, imagine of if course, he talked yeah. to you and you didn't know that what he was saying. Like, oh. well, Seals are pretty smart. Yeah, they're very could, smart. Yeah. My feeling is that seals might be smart enough, but they're not autodidacts that, like, they don't have the, they don't have the self-discipline and the drive. They're real, they're real, they're all about the fun. They're all about the fun. This is why I love seals. Fun, Me too. frivolous. They're flopping. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. I'm all about flopping. <laughs> Flipping, flopping. They're like, why are you guys working so hard? What are you doing? <laughs> Don't you know about just like Yeah, we could just flopping. be Yeah, we could just be napping on a beach together. <laughs> it's my favorite way to live, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Caroline, where can people find you should you wish to be found? Let's see. So I have an event on Valentine's Day at the Diane von Furstenberg store at the Grove with Andrea Dunlop. Her book is coming out. She regrets nothing. It's a very, very good book. Cool. Yes. So there, that's on February 14th. And let's see. Then I'm on all the, the social media places except Pinterest. You can't find me on Pinterest. Not me. like directly. <laughs> That's okay. But is that that's not a social place, right? That's just like it, I think an it, exchange of it images. It can be because you can follow people. It oh, you can. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if you're like, I really love seals, then you can follow right. someone's like seal Pinterest. <laughs> well, that's sweet. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like kind of like Instagram. Yes, but that's what I don't understand the difference between. I think when I think of Pinterest, I think of recipes. I think I have a or whole, like home goods, you know, making things. I have and a recipe and, page on my Pinterest and a separate board for uh, mostly for like vintage style. Okay, yes. Because so it's not per, it's like things that you like. It's not as personal. It's not. Yeah, because it, like with Instagram or Facebook, usually or frequently, you're posting photos that you took or things that were happening to you and I feel like Pinterest is a lot of like oh these shoes are cool or this is a great recipe I should just save it for later in a easy to find place it's the vision board yeah I mean it's like clipping which I used to do too clip things out of magazines yeah remember that yes yeah yeah it's like a a digital magazine where you can can put all your clippings so Um, yeah so anywhere but there yeah 
And and is your handle Caroline Kepnes? It is. is it? Yes. Okay. Everywhere. Yeah. I'm Sneaky Varmint all over the whole internet. So if you need a forger, DM me and, <laughs> and I'll set you up. And then if you want to play our Sneaky Fridays game, hashtag Sneaky Fridays, every Friday from 8 to 10 Pacific, then we'll put out a new fun tag. What was your first episode like? The Sneaky Fridays tag is a, a comic prompt and people from all over the world tweet based on that comic prompt. And the very first one was actually to promote a live show that we were doing at Second City Hollywood. And I started doing them to promote the show, and then the other people involved in the show didn't really care about the Twitter game, but other people all over the world were playing it, and so I just never stopped mm. doing it. And I should really look up and find out what the first tag was, because I don't... Yeah. I know it was... I know it was music-based. We did a lot of, like, bands or artists or songs or lyrics for the first year because the show was a musical. Mm. And then after that, I was like, I'm, I'm out of musical ideas. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put any prompt, but, um, but thanks for asking. I'll look that up. Maybe we will just um, re-revive the... That's a good throwback with the new title, you know? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, maybe we'll just yeah. revive the very first tag. Yes. Cool. And then you just do every single episode over again. Yes. <laughs> Everything's coming back. You bring anyway. everyone back and we make got, them listen to what they said we four got years full ago. House, like, we've got yes. Roseanne. Yes. It's all coming back. Yes. So that makes total sense. It's very retro. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, thank guys. You. We'll catch you on the next one. Yes. Guys, this has been Friend or Foe. No, no one, one knows. knows.